0: Hey there, Dean Harrison. It looks like your campaign against Blippi may have paid off. My daughter was watching her tablet, and Blippi was videos wouldn't come up, but all the other videos would. So it seems like you might have taken him down. It's a victory for the sick and wrong.
1: Bye. Ah, listen, living
0: listening to
2: Synchronon. Sick, Sick and Run. Yes. You're listening to Synchronon. Sick, Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, D. E. Simon. I'm Harrison. Harrison, did you really masturbate to the, the video of Notre Dame burning? Or, do, or are you making that up? Um, no, you're
3: thinking of uh, you're
2: thinking of Ronda
3: Rousey wrestling. I think.
2: Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, all you, right. you I was, I was yeah. wondering about that. I'm like, because that's some pretty sick shit to go yeah. watch Notre Dame as just masturbate furiously. Although I'm, sh- you know, that's what Vikings do.
3: <laughs> you know, they they destroyed it once, didn't they? I think they invaded did they, Paris. I think they did. Yeah, they invaded in Paris. You know,
2: yeah, that that was surreal yeah. on Monday because I was I remember I'm at work on Monday and I had to go up to accounts payable to mm. find out if they paid this fucking bill that I had to, for some fucking customer satisfaction software I had to work on. And mm. I'm sitting there and she just had like a browser open on her, on her machine and she was like, I look over. And I'm like, wow, is Notre Dame really on fire? Yeah, that's weird. Again, it just is something that just never would have occurred to me that would happen on a Monday morning.
3: Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, because we had like artists
2: where were just watching it like a live feed of it burn. Notes it really are no, burning. Yeah, I did. I mean, it was somewhat arousing. Yeah, in a sense that it's like, wow, that's like a famous thing burning. Right, it's like the Statue of Liberty burning. Sure, or like the Declaration of Independence burning. Yeah. It's like this iconic thing. It's also
3: weird when stone things burn because you're like, how?
2: Well, what the, the whole top of that. Yeah, I know, scaffolding. I know, but still. And the, and like the whole top of it. I was there in uh, August. I mm-hmm. went there and saw it in August. Uh, apparently, it's never going to be the same again. Okay. But I do like no, how... The, um, you could say that about literally anything. Of course. You know? And you could see, You could say that about... Pet cemetery. Yeah. I mean, it was just remade. The original is never going to be the same again.
3: Yeah. You could say mm-hmm. that about an atom,
2: yeah. you know? <laughs> like... um, but <laughs> I like how Notre yeah. Dame, you know, is burning. And, mm. uh, you know, people are freaking out about it. But there were, like, two black churches in Louisiana that were burned down by some guy. No one really gives a shit. I heard, like, the Al-Aqsa Mosque in Jerusalem also was on fire. They managed to contain it. Everybody's like, I don't even think that's worth, like, a column in a newspaper. And then I re- I read an article that these Native Americans were like, yeah, our sacred sites are desecrated every day. You mm-hmm. know, Alaskan Pipeline, hey, I'm running right through our sacred sites. No one gives right. a shit.
3: Yes, that's true. <laughs> no, it's true. Although, to be fair, to be fair, literally everything is sacred. To, Native, to a lot of Native American, literally every goddamn thing. Like when I was at that UFO convention, it'd be like, you'd sit down on a rock and they'd be like, what are you doing? That's our You're sacred rock. rock. Everything is fucking sacred, you know? <laughs> you dripped ice cream on our sacred fucking dirt, you know?
2: You know i read I'm today, not
3: exaggerating, it's actually true. <laughs> I read so,
2: today that a guy, NYPD arrested a guy who brought a can of gas and lighter fluid into St. Patrick's Cathedral. I saw that, yeah. You know, I'm wondering if there's like a rash of church burnings, kind of like, you know, what happened in Norway in the early 90s of the black metal musicians. Right. That, would that be kind of cool? Maybe. Do they like,
3: still, they, they must still say Mass at Notre Dame, right? I don't know. Well,
2: Probably. no, the, yeah, they, no, they did. When I was there in, uh, in yeah. August, they were doing a Mass. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, there's still, they still use that church. Not to mention, I mean, that church had relics. Yeah. Like there were relics in that church. Um, that's why I think it was kind of funny reading about, um, as soon as that happened, you know, within minutes after, you know, the media was showing the video of uh, Notre Dame burning, you know, info wars and conspiracy theorists all across the Internet were already saying that it was a, you know, a deliberate fire, a deliberate act. Okay. Um, you know, uh, Glenn Beck was saying that uh, in the wake of the Notre Dame fire, he was like, if this was started by Islamists. I don't think you'll find out about it because it would set the entire country on fire. Okay. Uh, Mike Cernovich, you know, that dickhead that was uh, saying about uh, Hillary Clinton with the pizza gate. He regarded, regarding Notre Dame, he tweeted out, the West has fallen. (laughs) (laughs) And then another InfoWars writer here, Paul Watson, had a video that someone had made that would just show a bunch of people with Arabic sounding names reacting with smiley faces to a Facebook mm. post of the fire.
3: We've been destroying <laughs> our own <laughs> monuments for thousands of years without yeah. any help. You know? We're
2: yeah, ex- exactly. Like, who cares? Yeah. We'll rebuild it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, there Nobody was a lot died, of damage, right? Nobody no died. No one died. We're fine. Uh, you know, they, they've said now uh, that it was an electrical short that caused it. I figured it was like some Frenchie up there, you know, working construction worker just flicked the cigarette and the whole thing just went up, um, which would be funny. But I uh, know they said it was like an electrical short, but uh, I was reading that though the church's spire and the ceiling collapsed, two additional towers had been saved. But the extent right. of the damage is not yet known. But the thing that people were most concerned about were all the relics. And I didn't even know this place had these relics. So the, the treasure of the cathedral is I the... I hope they, cr- didn't,
3: they, they didn't lose the, the merkin of St. Otho the Stupid, did they? No, that, that made I, it. Okay, thank uh, God.
2: Thank yeah. God, yeah. That would, now that would have... The West would have fallen for sure mm. had that happened. Um, did you know they had the crown of thorns there?
3: <laughs> yeah, no, they don't. But sure. <laughs> like know, what the fuck? It's
2: like this gold crown of thorns. It's like yeah, it's yeah, yeah. the crown of thorns. It's like yeah, you sure. Know how many
3: churches have the crown? Like if you took if you added up the amount of churches that have a thorn from the crown of thorns, it'd be like <laughs> an entire fucking
2: you know orchard of of thorns. <laughs> um, they said that uh, three rose windows, a series of statues of the apostles, the organ was all saved uh, right. but the true cross and the nails there's pieces of the true cross quote unquote yeah. and uh, nails from the actual cross like the nails right um, those are unknown so we don't know what happened they might be burned hmm. might have lost Jesus's nails He's gonna be pissed about that um, what I was wondering what about nobody the-
3: saved the goddamn cross okay <laughs> when that all went down
2: well, that People I get can...
3: into it, but they weren't like, you know, it wasn't like the death of Superman in the 90s where I'm like, oh, I better get, you know, 10 copies of this, you know, special bagged issue where Superman dies because it'll be worth something. <laughs> Even though it wasn't, it was actually yeah. worth somehow less than nothing. Well, uh, I mean,
2: the one thing, is, how are we supposed to verify that that's the cross? That's the one, the yeah. true cross.
3: And also at the time, they weren't like, oh, we got to, st- we got to take everything, you know? This is all going to be worth money someday. We got to take that Roman soldier's hat. We got to take this thing because this is all, this is all, you know, the most famous shit that ever happened. Fine.
2: <laughs> how many people, how many priests do you think put on the crown of thorns just to try it out? Um, as many as could possibly be allowed to do it. Yes. I would do it. The thing I was wondering about, what about the testicle chair? You know the testicle chair? I think it's also Pope's. called the dung chair, where they yeah. check the Pope's nuts. Did that, was that burned? Chair? I think because he, it looks like you could take a shit in it. Like oh, it's kind of open, so it looks like yeah. it could be a latrine. Uh, yeah. I think that's what they call it. Well, there's an actual Latin name. I'm it's to think like what the Sede something, right? Let me see. It's the sedia Stercorario. Okay. The sedia Stercorario Gosh. is the actual name. Yeah. Um, which means the dung or pierced <laughs> chair. I <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just call it the testicle chair because isn't that what it's what it's for is when there's a newly elected pope, the the priest who's lucky enough to get the job to funnel the pope's bollocks gets Supposedly, to reach under there.
3: Supposedly, it's, it's, it's a legend. I mean, I've I've heard people who are like, no, you're all idiots. That's just a toilet. It's just a toilet, so that it like, because the pup has got to sit there like all day while like idiots come before them and kiss the ring, so it's like he's
2: got to drop a deuce at some point. So is there? Oh, so is there like a bedpan under there, and he's just sitting yeah. there? Yeah, a chamber pot. Oh wow, will. yeah, I guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, so but but the whole where did the the thing that was like a ball checker? Like for someone to go check for a scrotum. That all originated because of the female Pope, right? Yes, Pope Joan. Pope Joan, which also people claim to be a myth. Yeah. Pope Joan. Um, You know, I did a lot of research. You did some research about her this week. And there's not that much out there about her. No. Which makes me wonder... And what is out
3: there is confusing as hell? It is. confusing.
2: (laughs) Well, so what I read, and this is kind of funny. So the year was 858. Yeah. And the faithful were all attending an Easter day procession that was wounding through the streets of medieval Rome. Uh, the wide-eyed worshipers were all along the parade route, all to bear witness to an astonishing sight. His Holiness, Pope John the Eighth, gave birth in the middle of the papal march. And that's the legend of Pope Joan. Mm. Uh, she was the first, uh, well, she was, you know, made a declared a pope that's a bad she, timing yeah um I, I don't think she's aware of the birth cycle i don't think popes are supposed to give birth do you think she was trans um maybe i mean a lot of there were a lot of medieval A trans women. man
3: a trans man you mean
2: yeah like a trans okay. man uh could be yeah you know, There's a lot of women that masquerade as as men. Uh, what about uh, Brienne of Tarth from Game of Thrones? Isn't that she looks like a dude? I don't you watch, don't watch Game that of show. France. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was a uh, concern. You know, the, the legend of Pope Joan was first chronicled by a Dominican friar named Jean de Mali in the late 13th century, and mm-hmm. he he said concerning a certain pope, or rather, female pope. Who is not send down, set down in the list of poper Bishops of Rome because she was a woman who disguised herself as a man and became, by her character and talents, a curial secretary, then a cardinal, and finally a Pope. Hmm. So I mean, that's the first time anyone's ever actually chronicled it. And people believed it for centuries. And the story was propagated and expanded upon by authors and artists. Yeah. And even, they even gave a name to the mysterious figure. So they said uh, the name was John Anglicus. And she was, uh, well, she, he, born in Mainz, Italy, was a pope for two years, seven months and four days, and died in Rome. Yeah. Afterwards, there was a vacancy in the papacy of one month. And it's claimed that this John was a woman, who as a girl had been led to Athens, dressed in the clothes of a man by a certain lover of hers. Which they don't really explain why that happened.
3: I think it's like if you were a woman and you had to travel on a ship for some reason, you'd
2: probably want to dress up as a boy. Or do you think because you're just out to sea with sailors? Yeah, you know. Hmm. Kira Knightley seemed to hold her own. Yeah, I don't know how accurate that is, you know.
3: <laughs> like I, I, I yeah.
2: she's just on a vessel with a bunch of pirates, but yeah. yet doesn't manage to get raped. I mean
3: cuz like, you know, just just being a guy that like had most of his teeth, that'd be enough to get buggered.
2: You know, <laughs> you just get the shit buggered out of you. So and yeah, if you, you look like Kira to... Knightley, yeah, uh, like forget it. Um, so anyway, when she went to Athens dressed as a man, she became proficient in a diversity of branches of knowledge, and uh, and then later she went to Rome. She taught the liberal arts. She had masters among her students and audience. They had a high opinion of her life and her learning, and she was eventually chosen to be pope. And then, on the Easter Day, surprise happened. You know, as she was uh, you know, traveling through the procession, um, maybe she for forgot how long a, a pregnancy typically lasts and that uh, gave birth. And there's several different versions of the story of the aftermath of the birth. Mm. So what you've heard is, is that what, the child died? Or what she What about died?
3: the afterbirth
2: of the math?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I find that so funny, <laughs> but I do. <laughs>
2: Well, there's plenty of that, too. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the papal afterbirth. Yeah. Um. So I've read several different versions of what happened after she gave birth. Um, some accounts describe the, the popus and her child just being exiled to a distant Vatican estate. Okay. Um, however, Jean de Mailly, okay. uh, his original recount... I'm probably saying his last name wrong, but his original recount describes a much less benign ending. Uh, it says, one day while mounting a horse, she gave birth to the child. And immediately by Roman justice, she was bound by the feet to a horse's tail and dragged and stoned by the people for half a league. And where she, then she died and there she was buried.
3: Is that Roman justice?
2: I guess that's Roman justice. If you're a woman who masquerades as the Pope, that's what happens. You get dragged behind a horse and stoned. Yeah. I've read that. An angry mob killed her on the spot and the child as well. Right. So, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, They say that uh, the, the procession where she gave birth... Uh, St. Peter's to the Lateran the lane was once called Via Sacra the Sacred Way but now it's known as the Shunned Street Mm. Um, but she was purposely uh, never placed on the list of holy pontiffs mainly because of her female sex but on account of the foulness of the matter so they completely erased any mention of her.
3: Yeah which they do to like leaders they never want to think about again or whatever you know
2: so, do you remember the, the Nazi Pope that we just had?
3: Yeah. What's what what name? happened to Benedict him? Benedict or whatever.
2: A rat singer.
3: Rat singer. Yeah, rat singer. yeah he retired.
2: But how can you retire?
3: It's rare. It's happened. It's happened because there's been so many popes, like so many
2: popes. Um. How do but, you? Uh, so wait, are you once you're a pope, are you a pope for life? Pope for life,
3: dog. According to the tattoo you get on your midsection, yes. You're Pope for life. Uh, pope no, for uh, life, Pope
2: till I die.
3: Yeah, uh, you, I mean, you, you can be, but I think you can step down also, if you wish. But there's
2: no term, right? No, there's no term. So Ratzinger, the Nazi Pope. It's rare to step down before death, it's rare. So He was only Pope for what, like three years? Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, I'm done being Pope. Somebody found some shit on him, I'm sure, is what happened. Got child porn for sure. And they're like, dude, step down. He's like, all right. Yeah. So So this is a fantastical story. I mean, it sounds like it. Who knows? I mean, people, scholars claim it's a myth. Um, But, you know, it, it was rather common in medieval Europe, we're just saying that, for women to masquerade as men. And the oversized holy vestments would make it really easy for a woman to hide her gender and even a pregnancy.
3: And also, like, there's, you know, I was reading, like, most most historians up to now have been like, yeah, this is stupid. Here's the reasons why this is impossible. You're all idiots. Um, but there was another book written that came out last year, apparently, about some, they found some coins that hmm. actually had, like, Johannes Anglicus's name on them, who... Aside from this legend, isn't wasn't a real pope, but the name was on there like a pope. So they're like, maybe it was real. Well, that's interesting. What, yeah. what year were these uh, coins from? 1850s uh, or 850s, rather. Oh, so it was from the actual yeah, from time. The time. Yeah, it's from the time. It like fits. It's, again, it's all very confusing, but uh, it, it does fit the story.
2: So who knows? You well, know. you know, I read uh, some account here that said there could not have been a Pope Joan because there are no un- unaccountable gaps in papal history between the ninth and 13th centuries.
3: Yeah, that's, I don't know about that, man, because it's so, it's such a mess, you know? If you, if you like look into this, because it's like, well, one of the reasons why they think like, you know, it's possible while people could have believed this or why there's a possibility, there were like anti popes, you oh, know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, the anti-popes aren't, that, aren't as interesting as they sound. They're really not that yeah, interesting. But wasn't, just like-
2: there, wasn't there a lot of violence against popes, anti-popes, and the followers? And just Roman clergy in general? Like, with who? Yeah, I mean, there's just, there, you know, within, it, well into the second millennium, people were like, you know, killing mobs were just killing popes that they disagreed with. Or if they felt that violated some kind of religious law.
3: Well, yeah, there used to be a papal army. Yeah, it'll be, be, be like, oh, the papal army is going to war with France, you know. So there, and there were there was a gap around that time in the eight fifties where there were a number of fucking anti popes, um, and it was also a time like I was because I was reading about the the siege of Paris, which happened shortly after that, hmm. and this is like when the Vikings you know invaded Paris, and it was like the people who ran Paris, the people who ran for, you know northern France we so fucking stupid, like the royalty, like the guy, the guy, one of the guys' names was Charles the Simple. And um, he was the son of Just, Louis. I mean, think the probably inbred. Louis the Stammerer. <laughs> <laughs> and then his cousin who took over was uh, Charles the Fat. And then there was uh, Louis the Child, who named so because he became king when he was like five, you know, like these were not these are not the best people.
2: Yeah. No, I mean it makes yeah. sense. But yeah, I guess it's hard to like have a verifiable account of anything during that period. Yeah. Other than what people wrote down, you know. And so yeah, if the I mean, Vatican they,
3: they, did, they did, if anybody kept records it was the it was the Vatican cuz
2: priests were the only people who could fucking read and write. Yeah. Generally. And I'm sure the Vatican's like we're going to erase this blemish yeah. from history. Mm-hmm. So we're going to choose not to record it. Yeah, you know, I mean it makes sense to me. But they say that you know, even though people say modern-day scholars dismiss it as a myth and the Vatican records make no mention of an existence of a female pope, but there exists a curious oddity within the Vatican Museum, and that's the dung or pierce chair. Yeah. The Cedia stercorario, which is, they say, nothing more than a papal commode or an imperial birthing chair. It's like a Roman yes. birthing chair. Oh, okay. Yet, for centuries after the whole Pope Jin or Pope uh, uh, Joan incident took place, it was widely reported that this object served a more pointed purpose, which, according to these accounts, upon the eve of election, popes were required to fully disrobe and sit, allowing the entire college of cardinals to file past and verify the pope elects male gender. So you had like a whole train of priests just reaching down and fondling his nuts. That chair could also just be a remnant of your brother's time-traveling
3: adventure. <laughs> That's possible.
2: I wonder yeah. how many porns my brother has of this very incident. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, he just yeah. wants to sit outside a frat house in the yeah. chair. They just come by and fondle his nuts. Man. I wonder how many porns porns there are where like a cardinal comes out and
3: starts talking about canon law. You know, That'd be weird.
2: <laughs> yeah. I wonder about that. But anyway, you know, so people obviously discount that the, uh, the, the seediest or courier, or however you say it is actually, you know, obviously not meant for this purpose. Mm. I'd like to think it is, but I read one, uh, one account here that they said that the, uh, the dung chair was not to check to see whether or not, he had male genitalia, it was to check against castration. Oh. Yeah, it was to make sure that the males had not been subject to self or forced castration. So self-castration by driven asc- ascetics um, had always been a problem. So per tradition, supposedly dating back to the times of the Old Testament, one could not be a priest as opposed to a monk if not fully intact. Had you ever read oh, that?
3: Oh, I guess because it's what because it's easier to not Fuck people if you'd have no junk. Is that the
2: deal? Yeah, maybe that's the thing because you're not actually. But here's the thing: it's not real self-abnegation. They didn't really give a shit. Like most of the popes, you know,
3: before like fucking 1600, had children, and it was fine. They were just like, "Yep, hey, what are you gonna do?" The people knew about it. I mean, but they lived with that. The Vatican with the Pope, man. You know, Jesus,
2: God. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know. Uh, If it ever came to pass that the Pope was not intact, it would, at a stroke, discredit the Pope and undermine the papacy. Hmm. So this guy, this writer here, says it makes sense to make sure that all the elects were intact prior to them taking office. I see. So I'm not not sure. So maybe that is... Maybe that chair with a hole in the center of the seat is not for just genital touching. It's just to make sure... That there's genitals there, mm. you know that there are actually genitals hanging. I don't know. I like the idea though of a bunch of priests. I'm sure there's a lot of priests mm. now, even priests there at Notre Dame that would be like, yeah, that's our favorite thing to do on a Saturday night, right? Go fondle each other's balls. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so the altar boys have to do ball fondlers, yeah. ball fondling. So yeah. I don't know. I'd like to believe that there is a female pope at one time. It's fun. I mean, I think it's fun. You know? I think Pope Joan, I'd like to think it's more than a myth. I'd also like to mm. think that that chair is for ball fondling. But, mm. but to be honest, actually, after doing some research, Notre Dame did not actually have that chair. It's at the Louvre. The Vatican oh, and the Louvre okay. have right. the, the dung chairs.
3: Yeah. Hashtag not my Pope Joan. Because you know who my Pope Joan is? The great Joan, Joan Baez.
2: Oh, Joan Baez. I was thinking mm. Joan Crawford. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I can see that. So did you know Notre Dame here um, has 13 million visitors a year? Okay. 30 to 50,000 people a day. It was really crowded when I was there, but I was reading today that seven companies have pledged over 700 million euros. Okay. To restore Notre Dame and the donations continue to grow. Like they think they're going to like probably raise like over a billion dollars for Notre Dame. Yeah. So,
3: can you imagine? Why don't what, they just send doctors to Africa or
2: something? Like, well, that, that's exactly what, what I'm saying. Like, like so if what all these are doing, billionaires like, are getting together to donate money, it's I think it I think mm. it is in the billions now. This is the mm. you know I read the 700 million euros a couple a couple days ago. I think it's in the billions now. Can you imagine what all these people could do to stop world hunger and other human rights issues if companies and meanwhile, that, cared?
3: That, that poor monkey that Justin Bieber left at the airport had to use a GoFundMe. Yeah. To get, I mean, you, know. you have to go fund me for that uh, Yeah,
2: You know If people gave a shit as much as they do About an old building yeah, You know about monkeys That belong to Justin Bieber We wouldn't be in the situation we're in Think about that people
1: mm-hmm.
2: It's episode 683 here Sick and Wrong we have news stories coming up next Phone calls after that But first here's a word about our page on page
3: Do you need more sick and wrong In your life Do you need one more news story to make you feel normal? Are three phone calls barely enough to feed the raging beast of desire? Well then it's time for you to get the help you need and become a Sick and Wrong patron. Sign up at patreon.com slash sickandwrong and you'll have access to exclusive Patreon only content such as news stories, extra phone calls and much much more. Become a patron today and help us make a better Sick and Wrong for tomorrow. That's patreon.com slash sickandwrong.
2: So first story we have here, um, this is a weird one. It's a weird one. This is a weird fantasy for a couple to have. A couple is accused of forcing a day laborer into sex at gunpoint. You know, daily, Feeling cute.
3: Feeling cute Feeling might cute. force a day laborer into sex later.
2: I don't know. <laughs> Feeling cute, yeah. <laughs> um, do, do they have day laborers in like England or France? They must. Yeah, of course. You know, are they all Polish? Like, are they all? Yeah, they're like, all Eastern like
3: like or Polacks or something, right? Or yeah, they're not like Polacks anymore. I'm not sure. They're not. No, I think I'm not. Because I think they said to that to me in um, Scotland or something.
2: You're not allowed to say Pollock? Yeah. Oh, okay.
3: You're supposed like, to say like Polak. We got all that polls. out of our system with Archie Bunker in the fucking 70s. We don't care. You know? <laughs> all white people are the same,
2: essentially. Well, it doesn't matter. Here, when we say day laborer, like the guys that are employed on Donald Trump's golf courses, uh, they're Mexican, typically. I right. guess you have Dominican day laborers, but mostly it's Mexican day laborers. And it's funny because... You know, here, you go to any Home Depot, any Home Depot during hours of operation, and there's probably at least eight Mexican dudes just waiting to jump in your car and help you do something. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird. Have you ever actually done that? Have you ever had a Mexican guy help you move?
3: No. I mean, I've hired moving companies, but I've never done the, like, drive to Home Depot and get a bunch of randos.
2: Yeah, me in, and my brother my did that.
3: Or whatever. Yeah. Me
2: and my brother did that when he, uh, we rented a U haul truck and we picked mm. up just two random dudes at the Home Depot to help him move. And he didn't know any Spanish. I, you know, can speak some broken Spanish. But yeah, I mean, it was cool. It's cheap. It's cheaper than a moving company. And those <laughs> dudes like work their ass off. Yeah. Did the whole I, thing like two hours. If you live in major
3: cities, it's weird because it's like, you know, in. In New York, I lived in New York for a long time. It's like you never go into like a Rite Aid or a CVS or Dwayne Reed. It's always like immigrants working there. Oh, yeah, yeah. But like in where I'm from in Rhode Island, like you just, you or I might just work at Rite Aid our whole lives. That's <laughs> what so it is in like, Michigan. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's like a normal job. Things are very different in different parts of America. That and it that's is my weird.
2: point. Yeah. But I mean, it's, I think like as a Mexican dude, you know, you you might be here illegally or whatever. It's a good source of income. I mean, you could probably sure. make, like, a couple hundred bucks a day. Yeah. yeah. You know? Uh, so this happened in Phoenix, Arizona. A Phoenix couple are accused of forcing a Mexican-day laborer into sex at gunpoint and then filming the encounter to blackmail him, which is really bizarre. Because how much money do you think the Mexican-day laborer would have? You know, that's actually on my bucket list.
3: <laughs> not, not that specific thing, but... But like sex at gunpoint.
2: Oh, okay, I was about to say. I was yeah. like, if you just want to rape a day laborer, you can do that tomorrow because you live right by the Home Depot.
3: Right. No, I don't want to do that. Like, I want to <laughs> just like go down on a woman while she holds a fucking gun to my head or something, or you know, like a real like, gun, or like just, with like, a prop gun. a network. woman while she just like holds a sticks a gun in my mouth or something. Uh, yeah, a real gun. It does it have to be loaded? To be loaded. Oh, it does. It okay. It doesn't, it doesn't necessarily to need to be loaded.
2: But you would um, want her to cock it?
3: No, because I don't want it to, like, fucking punch Just me and Go t- off. ...knock my teeth out
2: or something, you know? Or accidentally go off because she bumps it or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What about a shotgun?
3: <laughs> no.
2: No, shotgun's too much. It's too much.
3: <laughs> now yeah, now and you're That pushing would also it. make me feel like I'm having fun... Having fun, Having sex with Elmer Fudd. <laughs> very quiet
2: (laughs) Um, Jorge Murrieta age 45 and Brenda Acuna Aguero 39 were arrested last week on suspicion of sexual assault aggravated assault and unlawful recording of a person Uh, Murrieta the man here faced additional charges of kidnapping Um, the pair approached the victim outside a home improvement store so probably outside of Home Depot or Lowe's are or something. What are people's names? Uh, Jorge and Brenda.
3: Okay, yeah, they're Mexican. They, what's people. The
2: last name? Um, Jorge's last name is Murrieta, and Brenda's is Acuna Guerrero. So they're they're Mexican, right? So yeah, they're just okay. like so. Th- you know, it must be easier for them to pick up one of these day laborers because they probably speak Spanish. You know, I'm I'm like going to the guy like Donde está la casa de Pepe, and the guy's just looking at me like what? I'm like, I don't know, get that box and move it over there. <laughs> um, so what happened is they picked him up at the home improvement store and asked him to help them move some items into their house. And this guy's like, all right. Uh, once they got to the home, the woman, Brenda Cunaguero told the victim that she had fantasies about having sex with a day laborer, okay. which seems very odd to me. That this is her fantasy. That's not that odd at all. I guess not. I mean, it's literally the
3: foundation of like most fairy tales in Disney films.
2: You know? It's also the foundation of most 70s porns, too, right? Like the plumber comes over. The plumber,
3: the the pool boy. The pool boy, yeah. Why is this weird to you? I guess what's odd to me. It's the foundation of Western civilization, apparently.
2: Well, what's odd to me is that the guy would be like, all right, that's cool, let's do it. Like, would you be suspicious if this couple picked you up and then all of a sudden, as soon as you walk in the house, woman's like, "My fantasy is to have sex with you."
3: Um, it depends on like how long it's been since I've had sex.
2: You know? <laughs> okay, if this happened tomorrow, like if you're, cause you're like yeah, you because know? <laughs> let's say you're still unemployed, hell yeah, you know, let's say you're still unemployed, even though you have a job now, and you went to Home Depot to try to make some money. Yeah. Just hanging out with the Mexican dudes.
3: <laughs> I wouldn't even wait for them to pull the gun on me. Like, I'd be like, do you guys have a gun? But like before it even, even brought in the equation.
2: Well, the gun like, wasn't out. a
3: better idea. Pull a gun on me, you know.
2: Well, the gun wasn't out at this point.
3: Like, yeah, I like, know. That's what I'm saying.
2: Yeah, like she was just like, my fantasy is as have sexual labor. And the guy's just like, sweet, let's do this. Yeah. You know, in my experience. If I'd, I'd never
3: n- heard of this story, D, and you were like, hey, what's your ideal way to spend Saturday? I'd I'd tell you the story, you know?
2: (laughs) In my experience, though, I've noticed like Mexican dudes don't give a shit. Like if it's if it involves sex, they're down. Like When I worked at the uh, that strip club, the Roaring Twenties, which is just an abysmal strip club. It's a terrible place. And sometimes like I had to work day shift when I first started. And there'd be like two girls. That's it. The same two girls. And like Mexican dudes, if they had a day off, they would just come to the strip club right when it opened. Like I remember specifically there were three dudes, and they were there all day just drinking soda and watching porn, and the same two girls going up. And not even attractive. These are day shift girls over and over again. And every time you would do like a blue light special, they would come off the stage and ask for a dance, and the guys would be like, "Sexual, sexo. sexo? Because I guess that's what, they, that's what they call sex. And the girls would be like, no. And they'd be like, sexo? and then that is absolutely not what they call sex. That, that's what they would say to the girls. Sexo. Are you shitting me? Are you I'm, kidding me? Uh, I am completely honest. That's what they would say. Okay. They'd be like, sex-hole, sex And then the girls would be like, no. And then what we'd do, because we wanted them to leave, we would be mm. like, we're going to take a four-song break. And then there would just be an empty stage, and I'd play like the butthole surfers or Slayer Okay, or you're something. right about
3: sexo. I take that back. I'm sorry. That is a right. That is a Is real that a thing.
2: slang term or is that a real thing? That's <laughs> a real. Thing. God, yeah, that's what they would. That's what they would say. <laughs> yeah, it was just funny right. It'd be like sexo, and then and yeah. so that we'd have the stage would be empty, and for four songs, and I'd be playing the butthole surfers, and then mm-hmm. I remember this manager because we had like we'd shut the porn off, and sometimes we'd just put on like. Shiza porn, or trans porn, or midget porn. I
3: thought you were going to say Shia LaBeouf.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that would make him leave. These yeah. dudes would still stay there, just waiting for the same two girls to get back on stage all day, like six hours. Mm-hmm. So that's why it doesn't surprise me that if the guy gets picked up by this random couple, and the girl's like, my, my fantasy is to have sex with the day labor, he's like, let's do it. So they engaged in a consensual encounter. Mm-hmm. However... The guy didn't know that Marietta. Okay, I meet a
3: woman who's into weird stuff. You know, yeah,
2: it can happen. But well. the whole time they're having sex, Marietta was filming it through a window in another room. Okay. And he said after they had finished, Marietta then Marietta then pulled out a gun, pointed it at the victim's chest, and he ordered the victim to have sex with his wife again. Now that's difficult, man. Hmm.
3: Yeah, this guy's that not is Ron Jeremy.
2: Yeah, I'd be like, wait a minute. Oh, hold up. I'd be like, I need like a good, I don't know, three hours. Can we watch some TV? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, uh, I'm not going to be able to get it up that quickly. Uh, But this guy complied. Mm. Um, After that, after that second sexual encounter, the couple then took his visa and his Mexico-issued driver's license. They also forced him to show contact information in his phone for his wife, who lives in Mexico. They then threatened to send her images of the encounter if the victim did not return the next day to have sex again with the wife.
3: They're combining <laughs> at least like four genres of porn and, and fetishes together in this one thing. There's a, yeah. yeah. It's... You got blackmail, right? That's that's the yeah, fetish blackmail. thing. You got um armed cuckolding? cuck armed cuckolding. Right? Yeah. Armed cuckolding, yeah. Armed cuckolding. Um and
2: uh b- Stranger sex, like sex with a stranger? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sex with a laborer. (laughs) Day laborer sex, is that a thing? Is that a genre of porn you're into?
3: Not me, but it's a thing. Apparently, Western
2: civilization is into it. So So this guy, you know, unwittingly became a sex slave. Mm. You know, now. But anyway, Murrieta ended up dropping the victim back at the Home Depot, which I wonder, like, what did he tell his friends? Yeah. He was like, Oh, Hey dude, <laughs> I just scored. But now the guy's going to send pictures of me fucking his wife to my wife. Um, and that's kind of exactly what happened. So they contacted See, he's stupid. him. He should have told them his wife was some other person on his phone. That's what he should have done. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, Jose. That's my wife. Um, so uh, they contacted him a short time later and he didn't respond. But he later received a call from his wife, who said she got explicit photos of him with Hakuna Aguero. Hakuna which, Matata, baby. <laughs> which, so they sent pictures to the wife, which must have been very confusing for her. And I highly doubt she's going to believe this whole story. Did he get paid? Uh, I'm not sure, actually. It doesn't mention that. Yeah. But I mean, could you imagine trying to explain this to your wife? Right. She's not gonna. At least, if he it. got
3: paid, he could be like, "Hey, yeah, I made I thirty. I, bucks. I got paid, at
2: least, you know." But now it's like, you know, he's gonna be like, "Oh, they had a gun, and it's their fantasy." Right. Um, police say the victim then reported the sexual assault. Investigators seize the cell phones of all three and say evidence on them confirmed the victim's allegations.
3: So, did they get arrested for like assault and um, revenge porn or whatever?
2: I think they got, ar- no, they got arrested for sexual assault, aggravated assault, and unlawful recording of a person. Huh. That's, that's the... Because they didn't post this on, like, Facebook. Hmm. Um, when questioned by police, the couple acknowledged forcing the victim into sex at gunpoint, filming him, and making threats with the footage. Uh, Murrietta also said they had done the same thing six other times with random men. That's a weird fetish. But I mean, I've always said like the couple that plays together stays together. But this is a this is a little bit of, you know, this is pushing it.
3: Yeah, you can't. Yeah. You know, you can't. People got to be on board for the crazy shit before the crazy shit.
2: Yeah. You know, know? I mean,
3: it's like that sounds like a great way for somebody to get shot and die. You know, (laughs) exactly. Because it's like the guy freaks out and he rushes the guy with the. It's not good.
2: No, I mean a lot. There, a lot of variables could occur here. Uh, the judge last week ordered both uh, Marietta and uh, Acuna Guerrero to be held on a two hundred fifty thousand dollar cash only bond, and they're they're still in jail as of this past Wednesday. I was wondering, do they even have? Do they have children? I mean, they're like forty five and thirty nine. Like, what do they? What do you think their the kids think about their parents raping day laborers? Maybe they don't have kids. You know, possibly.
3: Generally, I, like if. I mean, or maybe they had kids very young. Because this is not shit you have time to do when you have kids, you know? You don't have time to do all this
2: nonsense. I guess. Or maybe the kids are at, like, summer camp or something. But I'd be like, yeah, my parents are into weird shit. Yeah, but even if they're at summer camp
3: or something, you got to be out there, like, bribing uh, crew coaches or something, (laughs)
2: man. So... You know, I wouldn't be surprised if Felicity Huffman and William H Macy raped a couple day laborers in their time. I think they look like the type.
3: I'd pay. I'd pay for that. I'd actually. (laughs) I'd pay. I'd pay nine ninety nine for that video rather than just pirating it on.
2: uh, So you would actually pay money for that one.
3: Yeah. Also, I'd also pay money for the one with me and Chelsea Manning and Julian Assange. So
2: yeah. Ooh yeah. Would you be forcing Julia Assange into sex? No, he'd be, he'd be holding the gun and he'd be- He would be, be the Marietta,
3: sick. he'd be taping yeah. you. He'd be forcing me to have sex with Chelsea Manning. Ooh. So, yeah. yeah, it'd be That'd fun be for everybody, you know? <laughs> that would probably yeah, but go viral. be like on the other
2: side of the room because he stinks, I don't want him anywhere near me. <laughs> Just wiping his feces everywhere. Um, that could go viral, make sure you wear a sick and wrong shirt if that ever happens. What do you have here for the second story?
3: Okay, kids, Um, skeleton of wannabe Houdini, who vanished two years ago, is found handcuffed to a tree in a remote forest amid fears he was playing weird sex game.
2: (laughs) Wait, he's just been hanging there for two years? Yes. This has to be in a foreign country.
3: It's in Russia.
2: Okay, all right, all right. That makes sense. Because in Russia, people could be like, ah, it's a decoration. Yeah, I mean, they, they wouldn't care. They're, they're, they're yeah, they they're their, drink...
3: What is that thing? They got the Dyatlov Pass. You know that thing where it's a bunch that. of Yetis killed a bunch of people <laughs> yeah. in the seventies because they were radioactive or something. They got Chernobyl. It's a weird story. Yeah, it's a thing. A bunch of people disappeared. Are there it's bones
2: po- like in this gorge or something?
3: It's probably near where that happened. No, people. I think people just disappeared just or something. Disappeared.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it was it's radiation.
3: It was got. There were government radioactive Yetis. Look into it, guys. (laughs) So uh, what I think is weird is, like, amid fears he was playing weird sex game. like, what are your fears? He's already dead. Why are you afraid? You know? (laughs) Like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what he's doing.
2: And who's he playing sex games
3: with? Himself.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah, hopefully. Um, The skeleton of a wannabe Harry Houdini has been found tied up in a forest with five handcuffs two years after he went missing. Hmm. So, what I well, want to know is... What I want to know is how the skeleton get out there? You know? Well, yeah, I mean, did he hang himself up? Uh, the skeleton, did Did this, Did this? somebody bring the skeleton or did the skeleton walk out there itself?
2: Oh, you're saying the skeleton returned and then was like playing a skeleton sexy bondage game.
3: Yeah. That's that what could they happen? Do. That is what they do. Um, a search for... Ivan uh 30 failed to locate the hiker and adventurer uh, but his remains have now been found in the Shatura district. Hmm. Cops say their main version is that the survival skills fanatic tried to recreate an escape trick but it went wrong and he died in the remote location after leaving on a trip in May 2017.
2: Where so. did they get this main version from? And main version is in quotes. <laughs> I'd like, like to
3: hear like the other versions.
2: versions. Yeah, I'd like to hear the other versions. Yeah.
3: Well, at least one of them involves a walking skeleton. I, know, I can tell you that much. And right? probably a
2: lot of vodka.
3: Yeah. Uh, but they are also examining evidence that he was into bizarre sexual practices and could have died filming a BDSM experiment. Hmm. Another line of inquiry is that Klayucharev, a courier, was murdered, and the crime scene was set up to look like
2: he had killed himself in a bizarre accident. I still don't understand. I mean, what would the BDSM thing be? Like, we were hang handcuffing you to a tree? Self-bondage. Bo- self
3: Self-bondage. Okay. Yeah. Uh, his remains, which is very popular on cams, by the way, just...
2: Self bondage? What? You just out tie there. yourself up. Just throwing that out there. Yes. And yeah. then what happens if you can't get out and you're by yourself? You fucked. That's <laughs> you why you. So then, the- if you're at a cam, do they just watch you starve to death?
3: I'm sure there's ways to figure. Well, they're out. masturbating. <laughs>
5: yeah, yeah. <laughs> you
2: know, I've been watching this for about eight days. She's still alive. She's still <laughs> masturbating. Well, uh,
5: <laughs>
3: She died some, you know. She died some time ago. But every now and then, a breeze will blow through, and the skeleton will move a little, so I'll be able to come again.
2: Um, the wisps of hair will just kind of, <laughs> yeah, will kind of blow in the wind. Yeah, there goes another load. Mm.
3: Ugh. Uh, so yeah, um, his remains were found in a lying position, and he was handcuffed to a chain, which was secured around a tree. Close okay. to his skeleton was the solo hiker's tent and a camera pointed at himself. Hmm. At the scene were five sets of handcuffs, three metal chains, six padlocks,
2: and a book on knots. <laughs> well, now that sounds like something Houdini would do. You know, I have an idea, though. Why didn't the uh, police officers just watch the video? That's a great fucking question. (laughs) That's where my version would come from. Maybe a bear took
3: a fucking camera. I don't know. Wait, no, they found the camera. Yeah. There's a camera camera there. It rained. It's been two years.
2: Oh, two years, yeah. You know, maybe it doesn't work anymore.
3: You'd think they could figure out a way to,
2: you know? Jesus Christ. I guess, like, Russia is so remote that, I mean, it's possible that he's in, like, some remote region of Siberia that no one would walk through in two years. But you think...
3: They're near Moscow.
2: Oh, (laughs) yeah. You'd think like a fucking polar bear or something would eat them. You know? I don't know if they have polar bears. Well, they have they, bears. You see them riding guess, fucking motorcycles. Yeah, they do have bears. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is It's very, very strange. Mm-hmm. Maybe they didn't have
3: time to watch the video. <laughs> <laughs> who? Who is the time? Man. Uh, so police are now examining the camera's memory card. Okay and his computer, where reports say there is evidence of his interest in BDSM sex. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some reports say that only his left hand was handcuffed to a chain attached to a tree. Detectives suppose that the man could have tied himself to the tree and have hurt himself too, citing evidence that the death may have had a sexual motive.
2: Hmm. Wait, so they're
3: thinking and the that guy... who said that was Moskovsky- comes
2: some molets <laughs> so you guys know <laughs> so they so they're thinking he like handcuffed him to the tr- handcuffed himself to the tree and yeah. then was like masturbating with the free hand and then it was like and then just couldn't they probably drop the key and now he's stuck in the tree and then yeah. he just died yeah starvation or dehydration or something mm-hmm. okay yeah
3: or like maybe he was
2: maybe he did autoerotic asphyxiation who knows you know?
3: Oh, oh, oh yeah. self mm-hmm. skeleton.:
2: Well, I gotta so. say, it's a lot more dramatic than like Chris Cornell. Yeah. Hanging yeah. himself in a bathroom. But this is just one of several versions. Oh,
3: yeah. Said Moskovsky. Man, that is classic Moskovsky right there. <laughs> the classic Moskovsky. Yeah.
2: These uh, Russian authors.
3: A scared local man, Edward Karpov, came across the gruesome site while out walking, spotting Kleucherev's skull still wearing a hoodie. <laughs> 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 Man, that is fun. You know, that's kind of fun though. Wait, so um, the guy's,
2: was this this guy's backyard? He was just walking in his backyard and came across it or was he hiking? No, he was out walking, hiking or something. Oh, okay.
3: Yeah. <laughs> the rest of his skeleton was still covered in leaves. Festive. Mm. Um, yeah. The Russian investigative committee said he was on the list of missing persons. It has been established that the man was a member of a community that practicing uh, survival skills in extreme conditions. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to stop doing that. Forensic (laughs) analysis has been ordered to establish the exact cause of death. Committee official Olga Vracharjajam said, Detailed checks are underway aimed at establishing all the circumstances. The opinion of forensic experts... Has been requested in order to understand the true reason for the man's death. Did so. it, did this guy have a girlfriend?
2: That's a fucking long way to say we don't fucking know. Um, my guess is no. What about a sister, a mother, a brother? Like nobody. I mean, I guess somebody said he was missing, but yeah, somebody said he was missing. But he's one. Of, this guy is one of those dudes like Ted Nugent that just gets dropped off in the wilderness with like a a Bowie knife, right? Well, I think think
3: survivalism and an interest in self-bondage is not a good mix. It's a bad mix. Yeah, I wonder if he was
2: just, like, surviving, you know, in the the remote Siberian wilderness. And he's like, I might actually have a little masturbation session here, too. Yeah. And the next thing you know, hung himself in a tree.
3: I tried it once. Um I, I was really, I think I was just really hard up for kink or something. I hadn't had sex in a long time with anybody and I tried, but it was, it's boring. But
2: being a survivalist? Yeah. Or hang yourself I tried in a being tree? a
3: survivalist. <laughs> no, I tried self bondage. Oh. But, but it's really boring. What do you do? Do you like tie? Like yeah. Just, you chain yourself up,
2: you know? Um, and then just sit there? Yeah, you masturbate a little. Yeah, it's boring. I don't know. Yeah, I don't understand the appeal yeah. of that at all.
3: It was just like I wanted to do something along those lines, and I'm like, fuck it. I'll try this thing. But it was stupid, you know? God, that's a weird Because so, I've go. seen like weird porn about like, you know, I've seen like chicks doing self bondage as a big webcam thing, you know?
2: Mm. And even before webcams, it was a thing in porn. So, so there you go. Why Wait. did they think that this guy. Was a Houdini, like who was he obsessed with Houdini, the magician? Like, did he study the works of Houdini and the tricks?
3: Um, he had a book on knots. I, I, he, he was into escapism, I think is what they're saying. But they he had earlier hitchhiked across Russia. Often went on walking trips. Um, his friends want police to examine whether he was murdered, with the crime scene made to look as if he had killed himself or died in a bizarre accident. But one hmm. said, I can easily imagine that he went to the forest and decided to try his luck this way by chaining himself and throwing away the keys.
2: <laughs> this guy just seems like a difficult person to be friends with. And they'd, they'd found, they'd searched that forest before, but, um,
3: they didn't find them when they were searching. So. Wow. They searched several times,
2: apparently. It's like a scary Russian Halloween decoration. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, and some people
3: say he died up to a year after leaving on his final trip, May
2: Hmm. 2017, but it's unclear. They don't know. They're still going to do the tests. Well, there you go, people. Mm. Don't practice self-bondage in a tree in Russia. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I will tell you, there is an appeal. There is a weird appeal of, of practicing kink while camping. Hmm. You know? I haven't done it, but I fantasize about doing it with... Various ladies, really. I, mean, I guess
2: I've had sex in the woods, but I've never, yeah. like, you know, whipped her with a tree branch or something. <laughs> I, I guess I never thought about that. But yeah, you could do some. Uh... I think that, that happened to Catherine Deneuve in at least two movies. I, think. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind trying to do some some kind of Bigfoot type of thing, like Bigfoot role playing. Oh, okay. I can see that. Although I'm not big enough to be a Bigfoot. Yeah, Maybe I could be a medium sized Bigfoot. Yeah, baby bigfoot. <laughs> that's a weird genre of porn. A tree really incubus, let's yeah, say. That's yeah. what I'll be. Uh, people send your story, single podcast at a gmail.com. Uh we have phone calls coming up next, but first, uh, let me do a quick live read here from Adam and Eve. We're doing live reads now. I don't know why I'm doing a live read.
3: I liked your live read last week.
2: Oh, last time, yeah. yeah it was great. great. I wish I could do like a live interpretive dance slash read. Yeah. But no one's going to see it because we're not streaming today. Um, you can go
3: perform it in that, in that theater that's uh, in that fucking sh- uh, strip mall in Vermont in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah.
2: I should do it in the, uh, what's that, that like place. marionette theater? Oh yeah. Yeah. The, like, there. That creepy ass marionette theater. I should do yeah. that. Um, free stuff is awesome. It's a, I wonder, who wrote this? Jackie Mason. Uh, But free stuff to spice up your bedrooms even better. Because that's what you need to do. Uh, Select almost any one item for 50% off. And then Adam and Eve loads on the free stuff. Mm. So you can get loads of free stuff from Adam and Eve. Um, Just go in there, offer code DIDDLE when you're checking out. Just D-I-D-D-L-E. And you get 10 tantalizing free gifts which is probably five more than they've given in the past. Um, ten. That's ten gifts. It's a lot of stuff here. Um, I kind of want to try it out just to see what it is that they send you. Have you ever ordered anything from them?
3: Um, I have, I think.
2: Did they send but you, like, a bunch of free this, gifts? I
3: think this is before they sent you, like, 2,000 things.
2: <laughs> it's, you know? it's always increasing. It yeah. was five at one point. It's and like now a it's threat ten. at this point, practically, you know? I just because in bucks? the age
3: where no one owns property and everybody lives in tiny apartments and watches tidying up with Marie Kondo, yeah. the, that, the thing everybody wants is a ton of crap you don't want or need. You know, I, I could just That's see a, that,
2: like my studio okay. apartment is just filled with fucking sex toys, free stuff from Adam and Eve.
3: Yeah, D, hot DVDs or whatever. You know,
2: I'm gonna be on Hoarders and be like, you know, I just ordered one thing at fifty percent <laughs> off. Next thing you know, this is what happened right okay um so uh where was I here a sexy item for him a special gift for her and a third item for Crash Bandicoot because <laughs> <laughs> we all have one living in our house oh don't we that's the third item mm. uh, plus six free spicy movies so you get spicy movies and <laughs> <laughs> Very spicy. Those They they actually all feature Sean Spicer uh, doing self-bondage and masturbating.
3: In front of several day laborers he's hired. Yeah.
2: Just day laborers being held at gunpoint, forcing being forced to watch Sean Spicer tie himself up and masturbate. Yep. Six movies of that. And free shipping. So that's cool. You're free shipping. Yeah. Uh, that's Diddle. D-I-D-D-L-E. Offer code Diddle at checkout at amineat.com. Just go right. do it. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. We have a few phone calls to get to. Uh, people can call the Take hotline at 323-522-4032. Uh, the first call is from a guy who calls in about a, a murder story. That happened on Sick and Wrong. Okay. I I actually do remember this. At first, I was thinking, I I listened to this call, and I was like, do I remember this? Because I rarely remember anything that we did in the past. Mm. But then I was like, I actually remember this story vividly, Mm. because it was quite dramatic. This is probably, I would say, in the 300s, years ago. Someone called in with this about this.
3: Oh, did, we, did they, what, what, we found their skeleton in the woods or something? Kind of. Well, okay.
2: not exactly. Some guy right. witnessed a, a death. Okay. I think he's in, he's responding to a question that Jared asked when no. he was on the show. All right.
0: Hey guys, um, just uh, calling. It's my second time calling. I called years ago, um, pre-Harrison. I was really drunk and wackily said. I sounded like Dr. Steve Brule.
2: I think I talked about braiding Willie
0: Nelson's
2: pubes hmm. you think he sounds like Dr. Steve Brule you know I'm only vaguely
3: i only have a vaguely passing familiarity with that. It's
2: John C. Riley
3: yeah, yeah I know i know yeah. i look i I've, I've never watched a show. I've seen a clip of the fucking thing
2: oh no, it's well i I guess I haven't really watched too much of hit the the Brule's Rules Rule oh. show or I forget he had his own thing. I forget what it was, but he, was, he did Brule's Rules on Tim and Eric, and that was kind of funny. Well, Actually, I once
3: script supervised uh, a voiceover session with a, with a sound alike of John C. Riley.
2: And did, let me tell you, this close? guy is no
3: sound alike of John C. Riley. Right? <laughs>
2: yeah, that's what, I'm, that's what I was yeah. thinking, too. I was like, I don't, don't know why mm-hmm. we thought that, but Wackily mm-hmm. drank a lot, so that might have altered his perception.
0: Um, that said, wouldn't expect you to remember as it was so long ago. Um, first off, I'm gonna respectfully disagree with Flint Nickel that uh, Marshall Ein- <laughs> and Tony is is funny <laughs> or interesting. Um, I, I view him more as maybe like the the R. Kelly of oppressed
3: island people. But uh, anyway, you know, yeah. I'm gonna have to agree with this guy there. I, the, i've gotten i've taught some people that i have friends with that listen to the show are like what are you doing with that guy you know <laughs> the r kelly of oppressed island yeah people. i mean jared when we had jared i didn't use traumatized by him and he's heard it before <laughs> you know well i uh, or you know yeah my god
2: just to give you a not to leave you at the cliffhanger mm-hmm. but marshall island tony called today with a rather disturbing phone We're not call. playing that call today. No, we're playing it next week. But you uh, we should play
3: it on the Patriot. I don't want to hear that guy anymore. All right, fire that guy. I, I don't know, I'm tired I would, of hearing him. Every time I hear him, it like, you know,
2: I'm thoroughly, I'm still thoroughly entertained because it's so disturbing. It's some kind of he's, lynch, lynch type of thing. Me.
3: You know, he's gone I, too far up his own ass, in my opinion. I'm
2: just amazed that this guy has such he thinks a... He
3: he's Hunter S. Thompson or something, and it's annoying. Yeah, but how does he
2: have so many stories? He has a lot. I still he like it.
3: sex criminal. That's why he has so many stories.
2: <laughs> I'm still so entertained. I, you know, let's let the people weigh in on that.
3: Yeah, we should let the people weigh in. All Although,
2: right. you know, I know which way the people are going to weigh in
3: on this. Yeah. <laughs>
2: They're, <laughs> They're going to start making shirts Bring back Marshall Island Tony yeah. The R. Kelly of oppressed island people
3: Yeah You can't win well, No matter what you do reason. you can't win You're either an edgelord you. or you're, a, you're an SJW cuck <laughs> You can't win either way You know no,
2: It's not possible
0: Two mm. things to think The reason I'm calling is A few episodes back the, the dude that was talking about Triple X temptation Or however the fuck you say his name <laughs> he had mentioned, he had, he had asked if anyone had ever called with a murder story or a murder confession or something like that. Um, and I was thinking years ago, um, when I first started listening, there was a story. It wasn't really a, a murder, but there was a guy, he was a, a truck driver, I believe. It wasn't Trucker Paul. It was not a, a regular
3: caller that I grew up
2: We've had several truck drivers over the year. Trucker Paul, by far the most infamous, but we've had Flint, several.
3: I've never heard, you know, I've heard Ninja because people do that with, the, the, you know, the Juggalos brought that into being. I've never heard anybody do Nickel.
2: Because oh, Nickel. Nickel
3: sounds like like if the kid from the Davy and Goliath claymation cartoon <laughs> traveled in time to like early 90s Compton and became a rapper. That's what he would say. He would say Nickel.
2: Flint, Nickel.
3: Yeah. Um. No, that's I like the that. Dog.
2: That's but <laughs> Goliath, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we've had several truckers on the show. Trucker Paul, definitely being the most infamous. But we've had like English truck drivers called like Laurie Joe <laughs> or Lori Matt, mm-hmm. and uh, all this. But uh, I do remember this guy. He was another truck driver, and I think I might be wrong, but I think he was a like a, a novice, like he had just yep. started out trucking when he saw this. All
0: right. Oh, but he had a story about how he, I don't, I don't remember exactly how it unfolded, but he was like releasing the load of his truck or disengaging the trailer or something. And he felt it stick and he went back to the back and there was someone who had like tried to hitch a ride in his truck and was stuck there
3: and was like being crushed.
2: And There was like a, a transient, like a stowaway. Did we on, talk
3: about this when Jarrett was on the show?
2: No, but Jared asked if anybody called in with like who'd murdered someone on the oh, air or okay. witness to murder. Gotcha. And uh I was I think I was at a loss or I was like, oh, I'm not sure. I think so. You'd think something like that would happen over the years. But this guy did call in and and what happened is there was a, a transient that was yeah. like behind his semi or something. And I think as he was like, you know, moving it back to like unload it. The guy tried to get out, but he got stuck between the wall and the semi and it just started crushing him. And here the guy goes on
0: and was like, you know, looking at him, making eye contact as he was dying. And he went back to his truck and just had to like, you know, fully crush him as, as a mercy killing. Um,
2: yeah, the guy, if Mm. I, I recall, the guy had like kind of become like eviscerated, like his, uh. His bottom portion, like his intestines, were coming yep. out, and he was like slowly being crushed to death. Mm. And the dude just kind of backed up and just finished the job. Wow.
0: It could could have been a hoax, but he didn't seem particularly uh, particularly flippant or or jokey about it. He he seemed pretty pretty shook, and uh, it it stuck with me. It was a pretty fucked up story. I don't know if y'all remember D. You don't seem to remember. A lot, but, you know, I've been doing this show for a long time, so. It all runs fair together. There, dues on that one, I guess. Um, maybe another long-time listener will, will remember. Who knows? Um, looks like I'm almost at three minutes, so I'm going to go. Peace.
2: Yeah, no, I, I do remember that one. I think the guy was shook by it. Like, he definitely yeah. was, with the way, when he was telling the story, he was saying how, um, like, disturbed he was by the whole incident. And I think he had to, like, you know, call the cops, and the police came, and they, you know, ruled it it's, like, an accident. Yeah. But, yeah, it was really disturbing. Like, I remember he was calling about that one. But, yeah, it'd be interesting to see if anybody else can recall that particular story. I bet you if we if I asked Wackily about it, he'd remember.
3: Mandela effect, man.
2: Yep. Mandela effect. The next call we have here is, uh, I think I mentioned this one to you before, but it's Schlitzie... Calling in with a challenge. A challenge.
5: Okay. All right. So I'm going to consolidate some of my last couple calls into one. Um, So first off, D, um, I would not do any amount of drugs to drink Harrison's pee. But I will counter um, that I will fucking... uh,
2: Didn't I say how many glasses of urine would you drink, of Harrison's urine, would you drink to do for a bundle of heroin or grandma heroin something? like or that, something? yeah. Yeah. So I think that's what he's responding to. You know, he is that foot guy on Instagram, by the way. That's him. Oh, is he? Yeah, I found Not out. surprised. He's the yeah. guy that's always like, show me them feet. Yeah, apparently it's some
3: kind of experiment. I don't know, you know?
2: Not surprised at all. Yeah, so. Uh, people, every time I, if you look at my Instagram, uh, <laughs> at Mr. D. Simon, you'll see... Every time I post something, a guy posts, and I forget the name. Do, do you know the name? Is like tippy something. Every time I post, he says, show me dem feet, D. Yeah. I want to see dem feet. And if you look at the page of this person, it's all like men's feet. Yeah, it's very funny.
5: <laughs> it is really funny. Yeah. Cute or uh, drink the pee in return for a sick and wrong t-shirt. I just celebrated nine months of sobriety. Um, I've been doing so good I actually got a- asked to guest speak at meeting. Did you just say he an would drink meeting. pee for uh,
2: a t-shirt? No, I think we were talking about it. We are talking over it. Let me rewind it. Okay.
3: I thought he said he wouldn't do it for drugs because he's sober, but he will do it for a t-shirt, which
5: is even more disturbing. But I will counter um, that I will Fucking uh, either shoot or uh, drink the pee in return for a sick and wrong T-shirt. I just See? celebrated. See?
2: Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah. He would shoot your yeah. urine, your piss, yeah. for a yeah. sick and wrong T-shirt. Right. Oh man. I don't know
3: how. I don't know what happens when you do that. I'm not really if sure. You inject if you urine into die, your. Vein, I don't know. I, it could be not good for people. You know.
2: God. It could be fine. Who knows? Now, that's a true fan. Yeah. Right there. That's some self-sacrifice.
5: Yeah. (laughs) He's
2: going to shoot your urine for a t-shirt.
5: Nine months of sobriety. Um, I've been doing so good, I actually got asked to guest speak at a heroin anonymous meeting. Um, And yeah, so that's crazy. Like, actually, actually kind of got his shit together. Kind of, but there is an inevitable relapse. I didn't mean, think there coming, was a thing and
3: Anonymous, but who knows? Maybe why not go is. to NA? What's the difference between
2: HA and NA? I, I guess the only difference is
3: you don't have to deal with any weird crack people at HA. I hate those crack people, always talking yeah. about themselves. Because the crack people are generally the thing—the people that shout out random stuff while people are talking. Like Muppet a Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> That's what they do. Too distracting. I just want... I yeah. only want to talk to heroin people. Because it's Meth like if somebody's people.
3: up talking and, uh, you know, if somebody's a speaker and they're like, man, I remember when, uh, you know... I stole that guy's shoes and sold them for 25 cents and some crackhead or two of them would shout out like, stealing them shoes. You know, it's like a thing. It's really fucking. I'm like, well, I'm not. I'm going. It's one of the reasons why people go to AA instead of NA is is that kind of nonsense. You know, too many drug
5: addled minds. Really think it would be wonderful fucking um, advertising for you guys for when I go and rob a bank or, you know, rob the local uh, bodega, I'll, uh, or, I'll promise uh, the scream. Or
3: die from injecting urine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that news story. Yeah. Podcast fan dies from injecting yeah. podcast host urine. Yeah. Actually, that might go viral. Yeah. All right. I'm going to send you a t-shirt now. You've just convinced me
5: sick and wrong and, uh, make sure that it ends up in the, um, you know, uh, in the, in the, uh, police report, I'll have them, you know, I'll say something like, you know, uh, when I played episode six, six, six backwards, it, it uh, c- commanded me, the devil commanded me to do it. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, uh, I also just want to add, um, one last thing. And I think it's probably the most important message that I've ever had to say on this show And uh, that being said, I I just want to tell Boner Villain that, um, you know, I mean, I'm not promoting, I don't like to promote, um, you know, making fun of retards um, or, Ah. you know, mentally handicapped, (laughs) um, emotionally stunted, um, small penis men, um, nor do I ever want to promote somebody killing themselves. But I mean, you know. Um, I already had somebody try and kill themselves because they think their life is better than mine. Shout out to Cyclops. Um, you, you, you know is when, he than said, when he said,
3: "When he said, I don't want to promote." I, th- I thought he was like, "I have a message for Bonaville. and I don't want to promote," but Bonervil. And- you really need to watch *Crashing* or so, Like I thought he was gonna just do <laughs> r- something like that, like recommend a TV
2: show or something. <laughs> well, I'm still wondering where he's going with this. Yeah, I don't know
3: where he's going yeah. with this. I forgot there's a guy named Cyclo that calls in.
2: Cyclo? Yeah, I feel like
3: that. I feel like it's a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Okay.
5: Harris, um, I just you know need to say like I really think *Boner Villain* should put that fake gun that he has, that he obviously is fake cocking, um, put it all the way to the back of his throat and pull the trigger because I really fucking hate him. Um, Hey, if he
2: does that, I'll send him a t-shirt. Yeah.
5: (laughs) No, that or just like, you know, don't pull the trigger. Let me me retract that. I want you to, you know, stick your tongue out, stick that gun to the back of your throat and just, Push forward until you choke and die, because you're such a fucking piece of shit. I hate you, Boner Villain. Go fuck yourself. Keep sick. Keep it wrong and slobber on my dong. (laughs) He says that now,
3: but it won't be so funny when he he winds up in Boner Villain's fucking Klondike
2: Bar prison or whatever, you know. So, <laughs> I think Schlitzy just made uh, Bone and Villain's list right underneath James yeah. and God. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> he Roseanne made a powerful Barr. and
3: incomprehensible enemy this day.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get uh, one of those like rambling, incoherent, gun cocking messages yeah. very soon, Schlitzy. So I hope you know the wrath you just brought upon yourself. However, you just earned your t- yourself a T-shirt as well. So, um, well, he didn't actually inject my urine. I know, but I think just the yeah. idea of it alone, okay. mm. just the, the the fact that some person could conceive of doing something so absurd to get a T-shirt for a podcast that no one, you know, that that's really inconsequential. He already but,
3: injects vinegar,
2: you know, so. Yeah, all right. You know, so, maybe that yeah. would be a viral thing. Maybe he should, like, h- hold up a T-shirt and be like, I'm going to inject this urine that I got from this podcast host because they sent me a T-shirt. However... while
3: somebody dressed like the Noid holds a gun on me <laughs> and I have sex with his wife.
2: That could go viral. Yeah. That would be some good yeah. advertising. Although, uh, let's see, I got to say, I'm going to send you a T-shirt just just for the uh, the idea. Yeah. There you go. Um, <laughs> last call we have here is from Epic Farter. He's actually uh, weighing in about, remember rumpled foreskin? Sure. Yeah, Epic Farter has something to say about that.
4: Ah, Dean Harrison. Epic Farter here. A particularly meaty Epic Farter this morning, because I had a big steak last night. and uh, Meaty. Yeah, they seem to be quite pungent especially on the way into Oxford this morning um the guy old crinkle foreskin or whatever the fuck you call him he's having a good old moan and blaming it on the fact that he's not been laid it's probably because he's a fucking idiot that he's not been laid and looks like some sort of retard um rotundo you know,
2: the r word has been been thrown yeah. around quite yeah. a bit this episode right rotundo yeah although i don't right. doubt that rumple foreskin probably is a rotundo mm-hmm
4: but uh but yeah when i was born i was sort of born with a big foreskin an extra foreskin quite a long foreskin so when well, as i was it's like an
2: elef- elephant's trunk mm. like <laughs> i like always like saying when he was born he just came out with his mom was like now that's a hell of a foreskin
4: Growing up they were on about circumcising me because they said it you know might cause me problems in later life well it isn't causing me problems in later life. I've still got that massive foreskin. Um, <laughs> it's actually quite useful. Um, when you- I can pick up circus peanuts. Yeah, well-
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you do with your massive foreskin? How is it useful? I'm sure, ugh. Oh, okay. Suffocate kittens? I-, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you do with it.
4: You've had sex, and you got a bit of a schmeggy helmet. Um, what I can do is I can go for a piss, I can hold the end of me, me foreskin, so it blows up like a balloon, and then it sort of like washes out my helmet, and then I can just ah, release it into the toilet, and off it goes. That's fucking disgusting. Um, but <laughs> all right,
2: it's a self
4: cleaning oh, yeah,
3: really mechanism. Useful, you know, <laughs> you should just join Xavier's school for gifted
2: fucking people. Get the fuck out of here! Wow, he's like, what was that guy Nightcrawler? Is that the guy that can disappear through walls? Um, you you shadow cat. You're mixing up <laughs> shadow cat and nightcrawler.
3: Shadow Crawler's was Kitty Pryde, was was a girl. She could go through walls. Night
2: Nightcrawler could teleport. Oh, he can teleport. Uh, All right. Yeah. He has a massive foreskin, right?
4: He does. Yeah. It's blue. He's from Europe, so yeah, probably. Yeah. Also, if we're having a bit of uh, tickly fanny in the uh, and tickly cocky in the old toilet in the toilet in the bedroom. If I'm about to come, I can either get her to...
2: How often do you do tickly cocky?
4: (laughs) Tickly cocky.
2: (laughs) I just do it in a tree in Russia. Yeah. And hang myself.
4: Pinch the end of the foreskin between her thumb and and palm, or I can grab my cock while she tickles my balls, and it fills up with the jizz. So I end up with, like, a, a fucking balloon full of jizz on the end of my cock, which is... Quite handy because then I just have to waddle off to the bathroom and then unload it into the toilet, and that's that's it. It's gone. Um... <laughs> it's fucking stupidest <laughs> thing I've I mean, I guess there's a so silver—you
3: we... could see the silver lining in anything if you try hard enough. But Jesus Christ,
2: it's like a jizz disposal like device. Mm. Like, <laughs> why not just spray the jizz all over her? You know what's funny about that? It's like when you're, you know, hooking up with a girl for the first few times. It's it is kind of fun just to spray jizz all over her. But when you're in a relationship for like three or four years, Mm -hmm. it's like you're more concerned about like staining your duvet. Yeah. You know. So I guess maybe it is a good idea to have a fucking elongated foreskin to catch your jizz. (laughs) Jesus Christ! I want to find out what else he can do with it. Because uh, it says, like, multi-purpose. It's a multi-purpose foreskin. It's like and a yeah, motorcycle sidecar. Quite,
4: quite <laughs> useful, to be honest. It saves me getting sticky sheets. I hate having fucking sticky sheets. Um, and she doesn't like it. Um, so, yeah. that That's my tale of the uh, not-woe about the foreskin. So, it's not <laughs> all bad.
2: You know, now I wish I could restore mine oh yeah god. sounds great yeah i feel like i'm really missing out on yeah. a lot of things not having a foreskin god there's like a, a whole component of life that i i guess i just don't have
3: yeah and i'll okay. never make a fucking gross dick balloon now <laughs> yeah. the fuck out of here
4: so yeah i thought i'd better tell you that um i'm still shagging i'm not married to a munter or anything my wife's a very attractive. um 32-year-old teacher, long hair, slender, fit body. I couldn't really wish for anything more, to be honest.
2: How long is her foreskin? <laughs>
3: <laughs> She's got... Yeah. What do you want, a metal
4: epic farter? Come on. <laughs> She's got an 8-inch
2: clitoral hood. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I don't think I'm capable of pulling anything better, so... So, yeah, I might be a bit of a, a chunky farter myself, but I seem to have pulled a good one and I married her, so... 12 or oh, 12 13 years or something it is this year so yeah it's all good it's not the end of the world if you've got a foreskin so thank you very much guys keep up with the feathers harrison i know you love it you take care love you bye bye you know what
3: that means she married him when she was 19. whoa yeah 13 years ago she was 32. wow Yeah, I guess it's easy to make a mistake when you're that young, you know?
2: (laughs) Maybe she was impressed by his massive foreskin. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, this fucking
3: farting dick balloon, you know, guy. I should marry him.
2: This guy just is amazing at farting and he's got a massive foreskin. Mm. I wonder if he like proposed to her the wedding ring was like deep inside the foreskin. And he just kind of pulled it back, and it just popped out. It's another use of your foreskin. God. Yeah, I just never really thought about that. Well, thank you, uh, Epic Farter.
3: Yeah, thanks a lot.
2: Yeah, I'm sure Rumpel Foreskin's going to listen to that, and he's going to have a complete change of heart about his condition. Right. (laughs) I still wonder, like, I mean, I don't know if we get too graphic, but how many inches is your foreskin? Like, I wonder if that's like a Guinness World Record or something. It sounds like he has a very long foreskin. I don't know. It's gross. Anyway, moving on. People can call Sick and Wrong Hotline 323 522 4032. Best way to support the show, hands down, is by becoming a Sick and Wrong patron. Um, A lot of people actually have been signing up for the Patreon lately because we have a lot of content now. Yeah. We've been doing it over a year year and a half now, and it's like you look at it and you can just i mean we probably have like i don't know over a hundred outtakes, and yeah. it's kind of one of the things that me and Harrison do these days is before we actually start recording the show, we shoot the shit about kind of current events, mostly yeah, you know this week, uh I was talking about Monster Palooza, which is right. this like special effects horror themed uh convention that I went to. Um, and uh, saw Greta Van Fleet there if you know who they are you should probably choke to death on your foreskin you know what I did last weekend Cause did normally
3: I, I I think I, I, I'm i like oh man I gotta go record but apparently when I don't record on the weekend what I do is I do mushrooms for two days and just walk around by myself because <laughs> I don't know what else to do with myself do you myself. walk
2: around Griffith Park or do you just walk around like a mis- walk around Hollywood Just on walking around Hollywood, would just like totally whacked out of mushrooms by myself. Yeah. Wow. Do you listen to music? Yeah, I listen to music. Yeah.
3: I just I I think I forget if it's like if people are mad at me or if I'm mad at people. I can't even remember anymore. You know? Because you could call somebody and they'd
2: hang out with you probably. Maybe. You know? (laughs) Have you tried to call people? They're like, I got doing stuff. You know? Everyone's doing stuff. I guess. Doing something. You know. Do you go anywhere or do you just walk around? Walk around. Wow. Yeah. That'd be a good, kind of a good time. Yeah. A lot of stuff, a lot of action in Hollywood. Yeah. But that's that's, that's case in point. That's what we talk about when we do uh, our outtakes. Right. It's just a little glimpse into our meaningless lives. Anyway, go to patreon.com slash wrong, Sign up today. Listen to the outtakes. Listen to one extra story, two extra phone calls, And you support the show at the same time. And you listen to my lonely life, girl. (laughs) Very gratifying. Uh, Finally here, Sigurog Song of the Week. I'm going to dedicate this one to uh, Pope Joan. It's the Meat Men's Pope on a Rope. It's uh, it's a self-titled track from their 1995 album, Pope on a Rope. A lot of other great songs on that. Uh, There's a song called Real Men Hang to the Right. I think they were into singing songs about dicks. Meatman, great band. Actually, Tesco V, we interviewed him here on the show. Uh, punk band from like the 80s, mid 90s. Uh, but Pope on the Rope, fine song and topical. People will be back next week with episode 684. Until then, take a sleazy.
5: Listeners, this is not Trucker Paul. i got to tell you about this wonderful porno place where you can buy jack-off sleeves, dildos, inflatable wives. I've bought them all. When I'm I'm home, I like to diddle my wife with a little dildo. When I'm on the road, i got my second wife, my blow-up doll, and my jack-off sleeves. Go to adamandeve.com. Type in the word diddle, D-I-D-D-L-E, and you'll get 50% off all your masturbation machines. Ah, yes,
1: do not lick my balls.